I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's my shit. I've been, I've been playing that shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> what song is that, Gwar? That's, that, that's that Drake. That Draco. That's that little baby. You hear about Drake with the, the chips? Y'all hear about Drake on the hot sauce? No, nah, what do you do? I mean, my brother-in-law sent it to me. He said Drake got Drake and his chick hooked up. You know, it was consensual sex. He used a, a condom, and then he went in the bathroom and emptied the condom out. She went in the bathroom after him, and he heard some screaming. She tried to dump the contents that she, that was in the condom into herself. Little did she know, he put hot sauce inside the condom after, after he rinsed it out. So she put hot sauce in herself. Nah, he yo. I think he mixed. It, I think he mixed his ooze with hot sauce. Yo, that's nasty shit. Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo I said he mixed his ooze. I think he poured. I think he poured hot sauce into the used condom because right. I guess he. I guess he heard that hot sauce kills the the sperm. The sperm, and she went in to retrieve the condom because she was trying, you know, to try to get about the hood, and she started screaming because she knows hot sauce and. I'm. I guess I'm pretty sure it's the same reaction as hot sauce to your lips. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got a question for that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like when she pulled the she pulled the condom out the toilet, like she she didn't notice like I think out of the trash can. Oh okay, yeah, the that. trash can. She didn't notice that it was like it was it was red and like it had like well, a tint they, to it. They got. I think they got like white hot sauce. Like they got white barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, nigga. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the last thing she was thinking was it was anything inside of that, but uh, her meal ticket. Hopefully, not. That's true, but that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard. I mean, that's that's what's popping on the net right now. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I heard. I, I've heard stories like that. Yeah. So, like the syringes, know. like they'll they'll use like syringes and stuff, and they'll they'll take the syringes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or you, yeah. or you could just not sleep with women that you have to be worried about doing that kind of thing with. There's that. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Okay. okay. Can I be the African on this one? Oh, here you go. Can you be the African on this one? <laughs> the devil. Not, well, the 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 not African. <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying is that. How, how does he know? How did maybe he thought she was a nice girl or something? I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought she was a nice woman or something. Sure. Nigga, so, so, so some girl you meet at a random concert. Oh, oh, you think she goes home with you night one and you're Drake? Yeah. You don't think she's trying to potentially look for a come up? Potentially. Well, I, clearly. Whoa, wait, wait. Whoa. Oh, hold up. Wait. Wait. Clearly, wait he knows wait that. Second. Wait a second. You don't. You don't know that all the time because maybe she just can't want to go out. She wanted to have fun. She wanted to have a nice date. Maybe she's a nice young lady, and she wound up coming across Drake. And Drake was like, "Yo, I mean, I could, you know." Yeah, could, you, you don't could. believe that, though. You don't. You you don't even believe that. <laughs> you don't believe that. If if you met a woman and she said that she went out on a date with Drake, you wouldn't. You that would be the last time she saw you. You'd be like, "Yo, she, yo, he, yo, yo, 
she a she a DDC, yo. I, I know he done ran through her, him and his boys. Yo, ain't no way, yo. <laughs> you don't believe that. Listen, if he if you gotta carry hot hot sauce packets in your pocket, I mean he was planning. Listen, this was a part of his plan. He know what's up. I mean, if you're That's Drake, you can likely sleep with almost any woman that you want, you know. So I, I don't know if I want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Good ridiculous, point. man. It's just hey, ridiculous. Well, listen. Listen, I'll, I'll leave this subject with this. I think Popeye's gives away free hot sauce. Peace, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. All the followers and subscribers. Just want to give you guys a, a nice, well, nice warm welcome today. Um, my first time hosting OTR today. Just wanted to give you guys a nice, quick topic. First and foremost, I uh, want to give a shout out to three of my brothers. Of course, on OTR. Of course, you guys know. First and foremost, my man to the the up, upper, upper, upper. On top of me is going to be OTR Mike. Pause, B. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what up? Got, what up, people? What up? What up? And we got to the, the upper right, my man, Holla, a.k.a. OTR Alex. Where's Alex? Right on. <laughs> I heard y'all telling your little stories before I got on. <laughs> 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 hey, we got my man to the right, OTR Brandon. OTR Brandon, say what's up to everybody. Wait in the water. Say what's up, y'all? Wait <laughs> in the water. Right here, that nice soulful voice. Had to, had to hit him with it real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, we're going to get into it today. So, uh, first and foremost, man, we wanted to. Uh, express this topic and bring this up. We wanted to uh, discuss entertainers and rappers, particularly, uh, particularly the the rappers that in our era that we grew up listening to, um, and that now that since we're in our forties, um, a lot of them have came and went. So we just wanted to kind of talk about that today, and we kind of wanted to shed light on that, as well as shed light on a, another topic. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. That's going to be a little bit more so with the the the, the younger crowd, um, our crowd as well, but the young crowd when it comes to entertainers and rappers. So, um, yeah, man, let's go ahead and kick it off. Let's go ahead and kick it off. Kick it off, Kwan. So, it's been an um, interesting few years with with the rappers that we've uh, we've grown up to idolize and, and enjoy the music and the content that they expressed and shared with us. Um, and to now see them not with us, it's um, it's kind of eye opening, very eye opening. And um, just to think about it, man, just, you know, we've listened to these entertainers. We've listened to these rappers from the time that we've been in high school. Um, 
we, we they have nostalgic music. They have moments to where you can listen to a particular song and it brings you back to a certain time or place um, or a particular memory that you can share or you can express or you can you can think about. And um, so now that we're in our 40s and like I said, you know, we're, we're seeing this thing, we're seeing this um, <clears throat> or we're, expre- we're we're experiencing these things now. Um, like our black robs are gone. Um, you know, our, uh, Nipsey hustles are, are gone. Um, our DMXs are gone, not here anymore. And so when you look at it and when you think about the particular, uh, music that have shared throughout the years, and now to see that these brothers aren't here with us, Biz Markie, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we just, we just kind of want to, like I said, shed light on that and just kind of want to talk about our experiences and, the things that we were doing or the things that, you know, we've, um, we've discussed throughout the times. So, um, <clears throat> throwing it out to you guys, anybody got anything they want to want to express or talk about when it comes to that? Well, I will say it's, it's kind of sad seeing, seeing a lot of these folks pass away. Um, but in, you know, in particular, some of these rappers, uh, Biz Markey, who is, I, I believe he's from this area. I've seen him, on multiple occasions at Laurel Mall. <laughs> um, so, you know, seeing seeing these rappers that we used to grow up with and listen to and seeing them pass away, hey, it's just kind of like, it's a reminder. You got to take care of yourself, man. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself. You know, health is not uh, something that escapes uh, even the most famous. And we looked up to these people. They, they were icons. Um, you know, for those who are really into music and hip hop, some of them may have been our heroes or whatever, uh, mentors without them really being, you know, or whatever you want to call them, you know, it's, it's just, you got to take care of yourself, man. Seeing these folks pass away. Um, you mentioned, we'll talk about the, some of the other rappers later on, but, um, I mean, it's always been, um. For me, since I'm 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 really into into music, none of, none of my my favorites have pat have passed away, but you know a lot of a lot of greats have. So I don't know if I've been like, you know, uh, all broken up like a lot of people have. But you know, you still pay your respects to these people. They paved the way for um, a lot of the artists today. Um, you know, it, it, but things as Jay Z mentioned, you know. The, the rappers now are taking things from the rappers in the past and they're making it better. But, you know, some of them folks <laughs> died too. But like you said, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, um, yeah, man. It, it's, um, it, it is eye-opening. It, we're getting to our 40s, man. We, we just got to take better care of ourselves. I, I think one of the sad parts is it isn't like any of these rappers are in their 80s and 90s and dying after living a really long life. They're dying relatively early. And I'm looking at some of the ages <clears throat> of the rappers that we grew up on who have passed away. The Easy E was 30, you know, from yeah. AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Biggie, 24. Tupac, 25. Big L, 24, right? Like Big Pun, 28. Um <sighs> Mac Dre, 34. Old Dirty, 35. Like, yo, Jam Master J, 37. I mean, all these people are younger than us. Pimp C, 33. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Dogg, 41. 
like they're all these are young men you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like they're fife fife dog 45 shorty low 41 prodigy 42 <sighs> there's not a 60 70 80 year old in the bunch bushwick was 52 52 isn't old nipsey 33 mac miller 26 I, you know, this is, this is nuts. MF Doom, 49, right? DMX, famously, 50. Shock G, 57. None of these dudes is old. Not oh. one of them. They're all dying before, you know, I think anybody would, would have wished to see them gone. Yeah, I mean, I think y'all hit it all on the head. I mean, it, it's, speaking, of, I mean, 2020 in particular, like no, I'm sorry, 2021. Um, like yo, we saw a lot of our favorite guy. I mean, you know, Shock G. Um, a lot of people that we grew up on that we lost uh, in the last year. I mean, and then I mean a lot of rappers. Period in 2021, but I agree with you, Alex. Like these dudes ain't. Unfortunately, we're not seeing it through to where these guys are living a full life, um, you know, and, and you know, passing on natural causes or anything like that. Man, these dudes are dying very, very young. So it is unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. I agree. I agree with you guys. And just, Alex, just by bringing up, the age of, you know, pretty much is from the twenties to the fifties, you know, I think Shock G was the oldest at 57, 57, you know, and it's, 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 it's frightening. It's like I said, you know, you can listen to a lot of the music and, you know, like I say, it takes you back to where you can remember the, the, the times or things that you were doing or where you were going. And it's, it's just amazing to see. So one of the things I, I thought about when it came to this, also, Brandon, just like you said, the health perspective of being able to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. A lot of these guys, most of these guys, they, I mean, from the health perspective, they, they, I mean, they live a hard life, <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, in the sense of what they do to their bodies, you know, um, I mean, yeah, they may make a lot of money, you know, but they're on the road a lot, you know, they barely get a chance to sleep. You know, um, the stress of it, just being able mm -hmm. to, you know, record, make music, um, not being around your family, you know, things like that, or having to worry about, you know, looking over your shoulder or your back or things of that nature. Um, but also, like I said, the health thing. Um, what if they were to actually, and I thought about this, what if, how come rappers don't have a union? Or how come entertainers don't have a union? Well, I think like actors may have a union, but rappers, I mean, look, partly it's probably because they're unorganized and the labels probably would fight against them establishing a union. But the other part of it is, I don't know, man, like only a handful of rappers make it to the point where they have real money. Most rappers don't turn out to be Jay-Z or Puff or Dre or Snoop. Most of these rappers, they burn through their money really quickly. And so... Um, it's incumbent that they manage, manage some of that money correctly so that they can afford healthcare and things like that. But you sign a record deal in your 20s or teens, 
you get that first advancement because it's ain't really you're not really getting paid they're just advancing your money you got to pay back so it's really just a loan you're buying a chain cars spending on women maybe you buy your mother a house you know what i'm saying like and what's interesting is there's a this thought that like rappers die like because of gun violence or stuff like that but like the list of like why these guys have passed away let me read you read to you guys if you don't mind like some of the things that they've died from aside from being shot to death Mm-hmm. Um, like so, easy obviously AIDS. Um, but then like um, let me see here. You got Mac Miller overdose. You got you got Nate Dogg who died of heart failure and several yep. strokes. Yeah. Big pun. He died from heart failure. Um, that's crazy. Like at forty-one years old, prodigy. Yep. He passed. Uh, then I think what then he. He they they he found they found him they just found him dead right I think I'm gonna say with prodigy it wasn't anything yeah yeah sickle cell but it wasn't anything gun related or violence violent related he he had spoke publicly about you know living a living a healthy lifestyle I think he had stopped eating meat or whatever like he was on a he was on a strict like healthy diet and um it was him and, and somebody else that 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 was but yeah he did have sickle cell. I mean, Lord Infamous, he was 40, died of a heart attack. Um, Pimp C was 33, and he died from complications of sleep apnea and intoxication. Uh, that hurt, too. I mean, I'll repeat Uncle Chad, too. That really hurt. But Fife Dog had diabetes. I mean, like, you know, Craig Mack, um, where's Craig Mack? He, you know, he recently passed away, but he wasn't, he wasn't killed. He, um... He, heart failure. So, you know, aside from the some of the violent things that happen in hip hop, you know, these are just normal illnesses that everybody could potentially face. And for whatever reason, you know, Bushwick died of cancer. Yeah, Black Rob, Black Rob had an illness as well. But yeah, um, I think to your point, Corn, like I heard somebody else. I don't know if it was Master P or. Uh, it was either Master P or Styles P, one of them P's. They brought up about um, hip hop not having a union, and um, and that they need to figure out how to do so. Um, for example, like I said, using using Black Rob. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but when he was hospitalized and going through his situation before he unfortunately passed, like they were trying to. He, I mean, he was broke. You know, he couldn't afford his medications and he couldn't afford um, the medical care that he needed uh, in order to, you know, survive. So, uh, you know, it was sad to see that, you know, one of our favorites, I mean, somebody that has a song that's probably going to go down as top 10, 15 to 20 songs all time in, in hip hop just as a song that you're going to remember um, or that you party to for at least a summer or that you rock to for a summer and beyond. So I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but I, again, what you say, Alex too, like, you know, they, they get this unexpected fame um, and money and, you know, they live that, that life and, 
they don't realize what they should have did with their money until later on. But I don't know. Somebody, Jay, Master P, one of them, somebody should make a hip hop union or something, man. What I think part of the thing, I, I think part of it as it relates to starting a union, say, say Master P wanted to establish a union. You know, the truth is, man, these rappers don't want to follow Master P. They don't because we've got examples of Master P or Puff or Dre or Jay, like Russell Simmons, guys who have like, like these, these are, these are the top of the house wealthy guys in terms of, of, of black music. And Master P's always got a business idea. And how many rappers do you think reach out to him and try to get counsel or guidance or follow Master P? They don't. They, they don't. And so I don't think they want to follow these guys. I, you get that first check or those first few checks and you, you feel like you're on top of the world. Red Cafe tells a story years ago. He said him and Puff were at, at um, a club one night. And he was like, Puff was spending all this money on alcohol. So Red Cafe decided to buy the bar out. He was like, the bill came and he could barely afford it. And he said he got caught <laughs> up in like, you know, Puff was spending money. So he got caught up in that moment. Like, well, let me, let me match him dollar for dollar. He realized your dollar don't go as long as Puff's. <laughs> like, and when he got caught up, he had to foot the bill. And it's like, yo, you can't. It's rough, man. You, 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 you let Puff foot that bill. Let him buy the bar out. Do y'all think it's a case of kind of like live by the sword, die by the sword? Like, I mean, you yeah. you rap about this this lifestyle, you're living this lifestyle, and it's like it, it, it's like you you get killed or or you die young, relatively young of 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 health problems. Uh, it's hard to I mean, it's hard to rap about having money and women, and then you show up with a little chain and one woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, because I think everything. But, that, but that ain't what that ain't what rap's all about, don't you think? Like, I mean, but, but that's mainstream, and y'all know I'm I'm pretty vocal about that. Like, I I don't like I don't like the fact that it's like it, it's only like a certain vibe or a certain message that is sent through music that's played um in, in public forums, I should say. Cause I don't, I don't know. I think a lot of, I think there's a lot of people now who don't really listen to the radio, but there are other public forums where you, you, you're still getting that, that, that push that of, of mainstream music. And it's all like the same shit. It's literally the same song just with a different beat. Sometimes you know, the funny thing you said about that, like, I feel like the radio, I, I feel like there's no town on the radio. No, they're terrible. Like I just I feel like there's no talent. Like I feel like the, the the music that's being played is it's just it's either people on 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 Percocets or it's just depressing songs. <laughs> it's like it's it's nothing. Well, it's nothing. They'll, they'll, they'll argue. They'll argue that this is what the people want to hear. So I mean. And in a sense, they're, they're kind of right. It's what gets the ratings. It's what it's it's what attracts more listeners. I think um, I don't know who do you think's driving driving this message? Then you think it's it's the listeners, or you think it's the artists? Look, man, it, if you were saying this if this was say ninety seven, the industry was driving it. But in two thousand twenty two, there's too many outlets where people can get whatever kind of music they want wherever they want to get it. So. 
if you don't want to listen to mainstream, there's plenty of other places to get music from. Mm -hmm. But people still end up listening to the same. Yeah. Well, because I, look, man, <laughs> I, I, I think whether something's mainstream or it's it's underground, if that's even still a term nowadays, like people like like rap music about sex and rap music about money and like people like I mean, and whenever rappers are rapping about women, well, men like women and like hearing about women. And, and so I, I'm not. I'm not surprised that that type of um, those lyrics or that type of music is still popular. I mean, I think whatever. But is whatever that more to life? Is that more to life? It's, it's clear. Like, yes. I know a lot of people say, yo, it's not music's fault. It's not music's fault. But I was just I just said this uh, actually to my aunt earlier. The one thing that's common about everybody on the planet. Basically, anybody who's ever existed on the planet is that everybody likes music. We might not like the same music, but that to me, that speaks to how powerful music is. Music was a factor in my parents meeting each other. You know what I'm saying? So music is a part of, it's a factor of my existence. And, and like I said, everybody, every, every culture is, is into music. So it, it's very powerful. So the messages we send through music, I'm not one of those, I'm not one of those that subscribe to, oh, just because, you know, you listen to you know rap or whatever with with aggressive lyrics all the time that you know that's that's not why I do the things I do really <laughs> it's not because you look I mean you walk down the street you look at people everybody looks like a you know whoever their fucking favorite artist is I guess I don't know you know what I'm saying and there's a lot of people who are out here. Shit, you, you you go out and you drive on the highway. People driving aggressive as shit. I'm pretty sure they're not just listening to nothing. They're probably <laughs> listening to I don't know. I'm not saying that everybody who drives fast listens to hip hop, but yeah, they could be listening to rock and roll. They could be rolling to rock and roll. <laughs> but you know, e even in their music, there you know, there's there's certain messages that are that are pushed. I'm not really into into like heavy metal and shit. But anyway, the point I'm trying to get at is that I, I think music is. It is a driving force in behavior. It is a it is a driving force. It is a big, huge influencer. And so, if you're in the mainstream, if you have the con these constant messages pushed through, and a lot of the listeners are young, they're, they're still developing their ways and and what they think or whatever. I think I think the messages has got to it's got to change a little bit. Like I don't, I don't think like you should totally do away with, you know, the rap music that's out. I just I think and I probably said this on another episode. I just think there should be more of a variety that is pushed mainstream. Yeah, I can listen to whatever I want to. But you could tell a lot of people they listen to the same shit. If you go to the club or to a party and you listen to the shit that I listen to, everybody's like, "What the fuck is this?" But then you throw on a song that's talking about whatever, 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 fast life, blah, 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 and everybody know all the words. Everybody know all the words. So it's, I don't know. I, well, I, I think we had a party. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Even when we were younger and out at a party or whatever, like, and you'd rather, you know, you'd rather hear gin and juice than the message. Like, I mean, like, you know, certain... <laughs> Certain certain environments, certain parties and clubs, you know, you want to hear a certain kind of music. I I don't. But know. when I mean, you but when you but when you vibe that hard to like this is this you could tell 
when 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 a song comes on and somebody yo, this is a song that's, that that person listens to a lot, <laughs> you know. And it'll be song after song, hit after hit after hit that that's a mainstream hit, and like everybody's vibing out and having a good time. But there there are a lot of people, weak minded people or weaker minded people, who kind of formulate this this image of themselves in their mind. I guess I, I guess I'm getting a little bit too deep here, but I it, yo music influences. You know what I'm saying? It it really does, and I, I just think the message. Um, needs to change in, in mainstream and maybe we might I think it could play a key role in influencing um, uh, change behavior you know what I'm saying if if we if it was more popular to listen to um, socially conscious music like it was back like when KRS-One and all of them was coming out you know what I'm saying? You you had a different type of vibe out there. Yeah, you had your, your your gangster rap or whatever, but you had you had a lot of people out there that were influenced by that type of music. And so, you know, you had your your your, your brothers that were, you know, intellectual, you know, whatever. Some people might dismiss them as conspiracy theorists or whatever, whatever. But it, it just goes to show that whatever is out there, whatever people are consuming, <laughs> whatever you're feeding your brain. You're going to be influenced by that because you're going to react off of what's in your mind. So you got to be careful of what you feed in your mind. Okay, I, I'm going, I'm going too far with this. I'm going to let it go. No, you're right. You're right. You know, having to understand what you're, what you're being influenced by and what you're listening to is very important. And, you know, it's, 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 it's vital, you know, um, because what you're bringing in and what you're putting into your body is it's important and music is you know what you listen to and and just like you said brandon like you know you you came up um you know you grew up off listening to all different types of music you know like i said your parents were listening to music and you know most of our parents were listening to music and that's how we we you know we appeared here <laughs> so you know i mean it's all about influencing and and, and what you listen to so um to kind of shift it a little bit like i said we will having a discussion this discussion we was talking about earlier as far away as far as the the rappers that we kind of came up and grew up off of but now it kind of feels as if it's it's been like a total switch um and now we kind of go in and discuss about the young the young generation now and <clears throat> the violent aspect of of hip-hop and how it's turned if it, honestly it feels like it's turned to, it's turned for the worse um, mm -hmm. because every, every other day or every other month you hear about some young rapper getting slain, getting killed in their city, um, something to where it's just, it's not, it's just, it's, it's not good. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say 2020, there was estimated, uh, between two things, 2019, 2020, it was estimated between 24 to 26, I want to say young rappers were killed, like murdered in their own city, you know, or different parts of the different cities in, in America and it wasn't really brought to light about this mm. you know um but at the same time man it's just it's crazy to me and it's just it just doesn't make sense to me of or I mean it kind of does but then it doesn't of how this industry has kind of turned for the worse because now you like I said you, you, like I was saying you're hearing 
or you're seeing young rappers getting slain, getting killed <clears throat> every other month. Um, young, I mean, young, young boys, young rappers, you know, 20s, 30s. Um, and so, yeah, I just, you know, you know, maybe get a, get get your input on that, on you know how you guys feel about that, and just the things that you're seeing. And I understand that, you know, from where we came up, you know, we had our our, our so called so called beefs and rap and hip hop. You know, we had you know East Coast East Coast versus West Coast, and um, you know that was maybe the the biggest beef that we ever saw. You know, you had your your Southern beefs. You know, you had your Ti's and your little flips, and you know <clears throat> certain rap battles and the most it maybe got to was, you know, a fist fight, someone getting their ass whipped, you know, and then it just, you know, whatever was rough and shaking their hands, whatever being done with it. But like you, you can still see those particular rappers today. You can still see Lil Flip. You can still see T.I., you know, just giving that as an example of, you know, two people having an issue and then being able to to come together, shake it out, whatever. I mean, even 50 Cent and Ja Rule, they may not like each other to this day, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, cooler heads were able to prevail throughout the situation. But it just seems like nowadays with a lot of these young rappers, you know, they're just getting slain. They're just getting killed. You had, you know, um, the guy Mo3, I want to say a few months back, that was killed. Um, of course, you got your, you know, Nipsey Hussle being, being killed in his own city. Um, there was some rappers in uh, Baton Rouge or Louisiana, that, the same thing. It's, it's just getting to a point where it kind of seems like this is like an epidemic and it's just, it's getting out of control. So, um, you know, it's funny, man. I don't, so I don't think it's worse. It's just like, so people say like, um, police brutality on black people is worse now. It's not <laughs> no. worse. It's just there's cameras and people are talking mm -hmm. about it more now than maybe the nineties or the eighties and seventies and sixties. And so, I, you don't see as much rapper on rapper crime today as you did when we were growing up. There's not as many rapper on rapper beeps. Um, but even like you mentioned 50 and Ja Rule, I mean, I know you know the story of when they were in the studio and, and I think Black Tie got the poking, like just started poking cats and the lights went out. Like <laughs> you, you stabbing somebody, you get, catch an artery, anyone can die. It just happened those guys ended up not dying. And obviously Biggie and mm. Tupac did, but, but one of the interesting things with me is is that there's no other industry where like you become successful and you feel the need to still be in the same community in which you grew up in no other industry is like that actors comedians like politicians nobody says oh i grew up poor in a bad neighborhood where there's a lot of crime i make it out and to keep my image or to, or, or to show that i'm down i'm worth a million dollars i'm going back and hanging on the same block i did when i was broke no other industry does that mm -hmm. and the truth is one of the reasons why someone like jay-z made it out and never fell back in it because whenever he goes back to marcy he got a team of security including police around him he ain't going back to marcy just to hang out it's ridiculous there's always hmm. somebody that's gonna when you're worth whether you're worth 500 million or you're worth a couple thousand there's always someone that views you as a target when they think you have something that they don't have and I don't understand why there's this need for rappers to stay in the neighborhoods that are clearly dangerous. Now, if you've got a team around you, not your boys, like real security, police officers around you, you're there every now and again for various reasons, it's fine. But to be hanging out, 
some of this is like, you know, what, what are you there for? You know there's a target on you. Well, because, well, I'm going to build on to that. And all this is speculative, but I, I like the conversation we're having. Like you got to you got to maintain that street cred. It all goes back to the type of message what? that's being sent in the mainstream. Because be, well, you you, you, you want to make you want you well, the, but the, but this is what any any young rapper or I think a lot of young rap young rappers who are who are trying to catch on or whatever, you believe that this is what you have to do to get put on, to get to get signed. When really the tools are out here, you can do the shit yourself. Promote yourself. You know what I'm saying? Social media, between social media, the internet, get your website popping, whatever, you know, promote your shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, like this is this is the type of music. This is the message that, that's sent out. This is what I have to be if I want to be successful in this game. And to do that, if I'm gonna be talking about street shit, then if you don't see me on the streets, that's the first thing, that's the first thing somebody gonna say. I don't see you on the streets. You talk all the streets and I don't see you on the street. So you got to show face. So it's almost like it's almost like PR. But then but then some other folks like you got you got Nipsey. Nipsey was trying to give back to his mm -hmm. community. You know, not just be not just be hanging out there and be like, yo, yo, I'm just part of I'm just part of whatever. I'm just, you know, I'm here because, yo, I, I want street credit. No, he was trying to to change the mentality of the people in his community for the better and try and so but in in either case like you said Alice, it's when you have something that somebody else don't especially in those type of environments hey you, you talking you talking about people who if they don't have any hope that, that's probably the most dangerous time for somebody or that, that's probably the most dangerous person a person with no hope a person who is in their mm -hmm. environment they don't think they're ever getting out of their environment. They don't really give a fuck. And if you so, got something and, and you and you and you bragging about it at some point, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not to say Nipsey was bragging, but just just to say if you got something that I don't, the mentality is I, I'm gonna take it. So like, I, I I agree with what you guys are saying. Then at the same time, it's like I think some of these I think some of these folks that wouldn't. Some of them to the, to the point where like I feel like they work on the, they work on their craft whatever and they're from a particular city or they're from a particular place and then you know they may find something productive let's say for instance this young young man he comes from the same area whatever it's not it's impoverished it's, it may not it's not the best whatever and then he gets into a situation to where you know he's able to provide something for himself whatever so like you know music whatever and i think some of them sometimes i mean they believe in themselves but when they get to a chance when they get a chance to where they actually blow up and they actually get picked from the litter i think a lot of them are for one they're kind of like starstruck a little bit i think a lot of them are kind of like yo you know they get into a situation where they get all this money and they're you know they're they're taken out of their environment so they took it out of the environment you know, just smack dab from the music or whatever they're doing, and then they're given a whole bunch of money. And then at the end of the day, they're working on their craft, they're doing what they gotta do, but sometimes they, you know, they they're not from that particular area. 
So a lot of times they may feel as if they're comfortable with where they're from or where they're at. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, yo, they love their city. They love the people where they're from. So, you know, a lot of them feels that they have to go back because a lot of these, a lot of them are, are beacons of light from their particular I- city. So one person getting pulled and being able to show some type of productivity, you know, they look at that probably and they're like, yo, I could go back and do this, or I can go back and help these particular kids, or I can go back and help my particular family get out of that struggle. So, I mean, I think some of them, yeah, you know, they're, they're in a situation the way, like, you know, they're, they're, they're doing whatever they got to do. But then I think uh, the, there are a lot of them that really feel like they do need to go back home to provide or protect or to help out their family or help out whoever they need to around their particular city or who they came up with, or who they grew up with. And I and I get the fact that, like you're saying, like, yo, this may this person may be in a situation where he may not have X, Y, and Z. He may see he may see that as a come up. So you got to watch your surroundings. You got to watch around who you know who you're around and you know the your environment. But then some of them are like, you know, home is where the heart is. That's their home. That's what, you know. That's where they grew up at. That's where they've been. That's that's all they know. You know what I mean? Like. It's one thing where you can go around the world and you can tour and you can make a whole bunch of money and you've been around people that you don't know, you've never been around. Then a lot of them, did. they probably want to go back because they feel comfortable in those situations, those surroundings. Hey, bro, let me tell you something, man. Like, I realize that it's probably difficult to go from, say, Compton to Beverly, Beverly Hills and feel like you belong. It's, it's night and day. And recognize how difficult that might be for a lot of people. And what Nipsey was doing was clearly he was trying to better his community. And it's unfortunate that they took that man's life. Um, you know, when 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 Jay Z had Oprah and Marcy projects, they probably had more security than a than a president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Jay Z, Jay Z, but he wasn't foolish enough to take Oprah to Marcy projects and think that somebody wouldn't try something. Yeah. Shit, me me right now. I ain't walking the streets of Walkersville, all right? I ain't. And I hope you're not walking the streets of Harper's Choice. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yo, like at some point, like at some point you can do good in your community while still making sure that you are safe within your community. You don't need to be hanging out at the old spots. I ain't going around semis at one o'clock in the morning. I ain't doing none of that. You might catch me at semis. Oh, you got it. I ain't been been to semis in a minute. (laughs) I mean, like, you know, it, it's you have to play it safe. Or I believe it was Pop Smoke. The guys yeah. ran up in his house and they they found they he was you know tweeting on Instagram. I mean, he was posting on Instagram and they found out found got his his address and recognized the house on Instagram. And that's how they figured out where he was at. Like, yeah. some of it, man. <sighs> you just, I understand wanting to be within one's community. The truth is, man, you get your mother out of there and your siblings and the people that you care about, like that are close closest to you. Not all three thousand people. Not like what MC Hammer did, where he brought everybody out of Oakland and then ended up going bankrupt. You bring those closest to you, you get them out of there. And then when you go back to help everybody else, you make sure you've got the proper protection. And that doesn't mean you carrying a gun or your boys watching your back. You get real protection. Otherwise, you're going to continue to hear about these young rappers getting taken advantage of in their communities because no one is as safe as they think that they are. Mm. It's shame. Uh, go ahead, Kwan. I mean, I, I, I holla drop the mic on niggas on that one. I ain't much I can. <laughs> I mean, that, that was, yeah. 
I mean, that that was well said. That was well said. Like there's what? there's probably parts of Baltimore and DC none of us want to walk through these days. Yeah. No, I mean, like, yo, it's not safe. I don't know. I mean, I, I hear what everybody's saying, right? Um, but I also feel that I guess this is kind of to what you were saying, Corn. Like, if one of us made it, right? Or let's say OTR blows up, right? And you know, one of the first places that you're probably gonna want to be is Columbia. Not you know me. what I'm saying? Just from a standpoint of because that's where you that's where you're from. That's where you pro, that's where all your peoples are. That's where you feel most comfortable. You should. I hope I hope my peoples have grown enough to got have gotten away from where we grew up. And we didn't grow up in a bad area. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like But I'm not I'm not hanging out at Orchard Crossing if I if, if nah, I made it. No, but I'm saying like just the area because you feel most that that's it's no area that you know better than you know where you where you grew up, so you know everything. You know all the surroundings. You know the people. You know you 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 feel that you can be you. Like these people get to a certain point, and you know they gotta walk around with security or they gotta be watching their back in other places. And I think a lot of them, you know, they get too comfortable. Unfor- and it's very unfortunate that you can't be comfortable at your own home in your own hometown. I. I I will never understand why some of these guys, like the Nipsies, like the Young Dolphs, and a bunch of these guys who who take care of their communities and do for their communities, but their community is also taking them away from here. I'll never understand that. But you, when you can't be who you, I mean, a lot of times these people. Well, these guys, once they get to a certain point and they can't be them, right? They can't walk around the mall. You know what I mean? They can't just go to the grocery store. But when they're home, they feel like they can do that because people know who I am. Like Dolph, Dolph was at the local cookie store getting fresh cookies for his mom. But he felt like he could do that. Because that's, you know, people know me here. And he doesn't, he didn't live. He does not live in Memphis. He was, he came back home because he was about to do a turkey giveaway for Thanksgiving to take care of his, his, his you know what I'm saying? So it's like, these people feel most comfortable at home and you can't go home. Nipsey out front of his store where, in his shopping center where he employs people where they can't get work anywhere else. But he felt comfortable there, even though his team has said plenty of times that they told him, yo, stop going by yourself, right? Or stop just, you know, but he felt like, yo, this is, they know me. I'm neighborhood nip yo, in you front of his store. You could be from a town whose population is 10 people, and all 10 of those people are not going to have love for you. And, and, and There's going to be at least one person willing to try it. And, I, and that's what, I agree with you, and that's the part that I think is sad. You know what I mean? Because again, and that's the part where I feel like, like I said, these guys get caught slipping is because they feel you're gonna feel more comfortable there than anywhere else. I know if that was me, like I would feel more comfortable where I'm from than anywhere else because I know where I'm at, and I, I and I and I might fall into that trap, even though 
unfortunately, yo, you can't let your hair down no matter where you are. You know what I mean? But that, and I think that's the sad part. But it's not always. Uh, these guys aren't always getting killed. You know, being in the hood, like Triple X, he was in Florida at a bike shop. He was trying to buy a new motorcycle, and they they followed him and robbed him. Pop Smoke, like you said, Alex Pop Smoke was in a was in a rental home. And I think his boy had like tweeted or he not tweeted, he had did something cash. Uh, at the Instagram. I think he posted like stacks of cash or something. In and like field. and yeah, in the air and like people could see the area. Like right. people those dudes who ran and running up on them could tell the area. And then another thing is sometimes those apps uh, I think it was Snapchat, matter of fact, but sometimes those apps will, you know, if you ain't careful, will give you location. But so, all that, you know, but you it, know, I mean, you know. it's sad. It, it, at the end of the day, it's sad. It really and I is. think, I think yeah. that's why I think that, and Quan, you know this, I think that's why the Nipsey situation hit me more than, I mean, a lot of these other entertainers and, and, and icons and rappers and whatever, just because I knew what he was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and that that and so it's sad to see someone on their own ground lose their life who was trying to help everybody around. And then Dolph's situation hit me too. Now I know Dolph, you know, all speculation, but it's you know, it's rumored that Dolph has been a part of that life, right? And he's had beef in in Memphis. You know. But Knowing that he would die by the sword, but knowing that he was in his town, that he was there to help out, which he did every year, all the time, you know, that part too is just like, yo, man, you you killing your allies, and that that part of it, that's what makes it tough. Yeah. What happened? What happened to what happened to like the? Remember songs like self destruction, where you just had like a whole bunch of rappers get together. Whole bunch of artists get together and just rap about like positive shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think they feel as if that positive stuff it, like it doesn't it doesn't sell records. Well, that, like, that's what these like, letters, why does, like, like, ten why rappers does, come why together. Positivity sell records. That's I know, mean. and it's messed up, man. Like you know, that's ten rappers come together rapping a song like "Make the World a Better Place," like how it was in the '80s with Michael and everybody, like. Heal the world. That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Who's driving? Who's driving the rap game right now? Is it the rappers or is it the listeners? Well, it's the it's the listeners. I think it's I think it's the these executives. I don't think it's always the, the executives. I it think, is, I think a lot of these new, new. I think a lot, well, yes. I'm not gonna say it's not, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say this uh, as I spoke to earlier, with the tools that are out today. A lot of these rappers, they they aren't all dumb. A lot of no. them are, are owning their own stuff. So yeah. they're not really as dependent upon these labels as they once were in the past. Yeah, but then, you, but then you are. You know, they a lot you need some of these dudes need their labels, these labels to distribute for them. Um and you know, these executives knows what they know what sells. They want to hear that. You know, they know people want to hear shoot them up, bang, bang. But on, uh, in defense of the rappers, right? Hmm. Like, 
it would be different. I mean, people want to hear people want to hear whatever you shove down their throats. That's that, what I but but I but I think in defense of the rappers, like a lot of these cats are just rapping what they know, right? Now, like like Alex said early in the show, if you if you rapping about chicks, fast cars, and and and, and jewelry, but you pull up with one chick, a a a, a gold plated chain, and, and your Rolex tick. In a in a Honda in a Honda Civic, no no yeah, no shade any no 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 shade anybody driving Civics. But I'm just saying, you know, that's one thing. You you're not you're not rapping about what you live in, but a lot of these guys are rapping about what they know. So I can't fault that if this is if if that's how they reach their and and complete their art, because I'm rapping, I'm reaching that pain or that. I'm I'm digging deep inside of me to talk about what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't fault that, but these dudes are making mu- these dudes are making music a lot of the time just for their local their, their local town. It's these executives that get a hold of that shit and they like oh shit you see how people reacting to this? Mm-hmm. We gotta put this shit out and we gonna give you five million to do it. So. I, I, mean, I can't. I can't always put it on the rappers that they about what they rap about because it it is what it, a lot of them it is what they know, you know. So it's the listeners who are driving. Yeah, it, it's the listeners who are driving the art. Yeah, I think that's. I think that needs to be. I think that needs to be reversed. I mean, I mean, you you want to, as a great artist. I. Well, I ain't gonna say the listeners are driving the art. I'm saying I'll say the listeners are. Well, you are, well, you it kind of is if you said we're putting it out because this is what sells. This but is what sells. This is what's getting put out. So you have a lot of people out here who are rapping about that 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 don't live that life, right? But they I mean, but but they got they got goons, they got guns, they got all that in their lyrics. What's what's the what's the dude? What's the dude? Uh, I can't even think of his name. When they call the rat, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um. Damn. The one with the colorful hair. Colorful hair, yo. Oh, 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 uh six nine. Six nine. He he ain't he ain't about that life. He rapping about it. But he, he also Right. But I mean he, he was around that stuff. But it ain't I mean he put himself around that stuff and, and look what happened. Right? Yeah. But the Nipsies, the young dolls, and those cats who who rapping about being there, they, they really came from that. You know what I'm saying, and that's their art. Yeah, but then if you listen to them, their their lyrics progressed. They progressed from this is where I came from, this is where I was in that frame. Now I'm in, I'm in this I'm in this this zone here, and this is what I'm rapping about here. I'm rapping about entrepreneurship. I'm trying to put people on. You know, he still he still has his you know his swag and, and rap about what he rap about, but it's it. There's some progression there. <laughs> there's this. It's yeah. not the same shit for ten albums. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, the only person, the only person who could do that for me, and I can still listen to, is probably Currency. Currency can rap about the same shit, and I still listen to him. But like all that other shit, I, I, I just can't do it, man. I can't do it. He's, 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 he's an amazing artist. <laughs> as 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 an artist. Whatever you put out, you gotta be comfortable comfortable with it, whether it goes wood in the hood or it goes platinum. That's it. And some artists, 
they're just out there to produce whatever they think the people like. And if it pops, it pops. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If you're an artist with integrity, then you produce what's true to your heart. And if it does great, it does great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But whatever the end result is, you're able to sleep at night with it. I think it's a combination of both the labels and now algorithms and the people drive whatever. It's a mix of what wants to be heard. And I think about like 3-6 Mafia, right, when we were growing up. So black people are some of the most God-fearing people on the planet, right? Yeah, here comes a rap group that's named after the damn devil. And their label was Hypnotized Minds. And the music is chant music and melodic in a way that literally is hypnotizing you. And they're rapping about guns and women and drinking codeine. And they get a damn Oscar and they blow the hell up. Were they planted on us? Did someone say produce this kind of music because black folks like it? Or did black folks just happen to like the music? I don't know. But everything about 3-6 tells me that you would think black people wouldn't like their kind of music because of what they represent. Yet, they're one of the biggest groups from our generation. You ain't had to get deep like that. Hey, bro. I ran, I ran out of bourbon, so I had to take it today. <laughs> I never forget the I never forget what they were on. What they did they did the Oscars. Was the Oscars? Yeah. I don't forget, yeah. You can look into the stands and the crowd, and I never look at this white lady. And like you could tell she didn't know it, she didn't know who 36 Mafia was. And like yeah, it was like it was the what it's hard out here for a pimp. What wasn't it? I went yeah, one of the Oscar for yeah. hard out here for a pimp. Yep. Hard out here for a pimp. And yo, they was they were on the stage like I mean, you know how they get. They were hype. They were going crazy, going nuts. And you could just look at all the white people in the stands. They were just looking at like, yo, like, who the hell is this group? I, we've never heard of this group before. So the winner Oscar off of Three Six Mafia. That says something. You know, like, I mean, I mean, is it is it really what people want to hear though? Because like, I've seen you bop the a lot. A lot. No, 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 no. I I, I listen to Six Three Six. <laughs> I listen to Three Six. But see, I. For me, for me, it's different because I, I, I understand, I understand it's, it's entertainment. You know, I don't drink codeine. Um, I don't, I don't live as, you know, I don't live as fast as life as three, six did. And even if I, you know, had the, uh, uh, funds, which they project to have, I don't think I would live that fast of a life, even if I did, but is it really what people want to listen to? Because, 10 years, that five, 10 years down the line, like a lot of these songs, you're not, you're not going to hear anymore. Like the only people you want to hear from is the people who were listening to it at the time. Man, you remember that joint? Da, 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 da. But then you have music that's, that's really timeless. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, Alice, you spoke to artists with integrity earlier, you know, coming up with music that's really near and dear to their hearts, not just trying to, you know, sell records or, or or sell the next catchy tune. Those songs last a lifetime. Like I still listen to Sam Cooke. A change. We still listen. We all, still listen. On my mind. We 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 still listen to the Isley Brothers. You go on you you go on Spotify, and I think like the first album they have on there comes like it come came out in like the nineteen fifties. It's two thousand and twenty two. Like I'm not gonna listen to um. I I don't know any of these rappers' names nowadays. Well, you're, but you're I would be people with talent to people with no talent. But, but that's what I'm saying. Is this really what people want to listen to, or is it's it just what's too. being shoved down your throats 
to the point where you are, like you said, you are hypnotized into saying, this is, this is what my brain processes. This is the best thing that my brain has heard. So to me, this is hot. You know, this, <laughs> when, are, are, when you ask somebody who only listens, huh? Y'all trying to say three, six ain't hot? I no, 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 no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, illustrate. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to illustrate a point that if, if, if somebody has not been exposed to, if, if, if this is all I've been exposed to, then this is, then yeah, this is the best of what I've been exposed to. You know what I'm all saying? Right, well, this, but because this, this is, this is what's being shoved down my throat. And so well, I don't, well, I don't really care about any other music. But wouldn't you say, well, we all agree that black people are probably the most musically inclined people on the on the planet there's some badass white folks out there some musically no 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 white folks. no what i'm but saying I, is, I won't i won't take that crown away from us Keep of going, course man. of course there's some bad white michael mcdonald is all in oats what you want to yeah. do yeah but i'm not i'm not talking about from a sense of the artist i'm talking I, about i, I like the beaches too I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about from a sense of like us as the consumer or the listener right oh, black music and black people go i mean we go way back and and, yeah. and i feel like we are i feel like black folk is that one race culture whatever you want to call it group of people that can find good in any genre of music right mm -hmm. you you're not going you ain't going just like kwan kwan's example you're not going to put on a three six song in front of a, a audience full of white people and then they all like catch, you know, they all like, oh shit, I can see why this is this this is why they here. You can put a country artist on a stage full of black folk, and we gonna find the rhythm or the goodness uh, in that song one way or another. And that's I just cause that that's that's just what music does to us. So I think whether you talking about sipping codeine, <laughs> whether you talking about shoot 'em up, bang bang. Or whether you talking about doing good in, in the hood, or you know whether you you you're, you're talking about cryptocurrency, like I feel <laughs> like I I feel like we as black folks understand all of it, and there I has think to be a balance why, though. It does have to be a balance. There have to be a balance. I listen to that shit. I listen to three six. Everybody we talked about except except the new guys, but I also listen to a lot of other shit that. Quite frankly, I've been I've been getting teased for the music that I listen to since like middle school. <laughs> but I'm saying, but 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 I'm yeah, saying you, using you as an example, right? Doesn't the balance have to so so you I feel like you're well balanced musically, right? You listen to you can That's listen everything. to what I mean I'm saying, you can listen to what's on the radio and then you're that guy that finds somebody new. Like, I mean, I think I said it on this show before, but Brandon has Brandon put me on the Anderson Pop. And Brandon he was listening to Anderson. Yeah. He was listening to Anderson Pop before he's the Anderson Pop that you got yeah, all of you guys know now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we definitely, definitely, definitely give we definitely could one. definitely give you the yeah. uh the crown for that one because but, but that's probably the only time I listen to him on the Compton album. Yeah, I mean, but see, yeah, it, it, it but you know. I say that to say, doesn't the balance come within yourself? Like, yes, it, it, you can't it, it does, artist, but Mike, the artist you put the balance in. Like, if, if you got to listen to five five or six different artists to get that balance you need, then you might need to do that. Because 3-6 Mike can only talk about 
sipping codeine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to expect 3-6 to go from talking about sipping codeine to talking about cryptocurrency. I'm just not. You just know, just like you said, with currency, when you listen to currency, you're going to expect one type of music. Mm-hmm. And you fine with that because he be rocking. So I, I feel like the balance might need to come from within the listener or the consumer. But when you, but you got to understand, again, we we only act upon what, what's in our brain. So if that's all we've been fed, like, no, I understand that not everybody is, uh, 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 loves or listens to music as, as much as I do. As a matter of fact, my Spotify stats were a little concerning. <laughs> Even for me, I was like, damn, I listen to music that much. But, you know, so you, a lot of people aren't going to go all out of their way to discover new artists outside of the lane that they're already in. A lot of people are comfortable with being comfortable. So with whatever is rocking, you know, whatever wave they're on, that's what they're going to continue to feed their brain. And it just so happens that in the mainstream, a lot of the music in mainstream, especially in rap, doesn't really have a positive message as far as, uh, building community, <laughs> like we said, we we can't get yo. It would be, it would be, it, it, it's like a it's it's like an asinine thought to even think like yo. Could we do like a self destruction, you know, type track nowadays? Artists wouldn't even do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it's just I don't know. When, when you feed your brain, whatever you feed your brain, that's what it's gonna act on. So if all you feed your brain is this, that's all you gonna know. That's all you gonna do. And it's going to influence you. But my bad. I'm beating a dead horse. <laughs> on a lighter uh, note. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look. Yes, I well mean, said. So I do have a question before we close out. Unless y'all got something else to add to this topic. No, man. We we beat this horse pretty up. We we beat this horse up pretty good. All right, so I don't know if you guys seen on uh on Twitter. It was a it was a question posed by the brothers from uh Views from the Seven podcast. Shout out to them. Shout out to Views. They their question was how many tracks can you skip on the Confession album? Oh, uh, Usher joint? Yeah. I wanted to get you, you guys listen, opinion on it. I can listen but when I used to listen to it straight through. Yeah, I remember when I did listen to it. I haven't listened to an Usher album in God knows how long. <laughs> but yeah, with the Confessions album, yeah, I I do remember that was a it was a it was a really good album. I argue that was the best that was the best R and B album of the two thousands that that stretch best R and B album. Yeah. What, what do you think, Randy? Uh, I Usher is it falls into that category with me where it's like I can recognize his musical talent and genius, but I'm not just, I'm not in, I'm not into his music like that. Did You didn't like Confessions album? I won't say I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't cop it. I didn't, I don't have it saved on Spotify and unless Nia loves Usher. So, right, so unless this, playing them, I'm not listening to it. This is a good question for you then. On that Confessions album, how many songs you skipping? Well, let me pull up the Confessions album because all I know is this is my Confessions. Got bad, got bad girl. Um, 
That was off the hook, man. It was a yo. It was a great. He, 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 he about to go play that shit tonight. Look at him. I, I, yeah, I'm pulling pull it up. I'm pulling it up. Okay, you that got album was you off got the yeah. Hook. You got yeah. Uh, 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 uh. That might give me the the Hammer Jacks throwback. And the next song happens to be called Throwback with Jada Kiss. I've never heard that song. Uh, you got your confessions. I listened to that. You got burn. Let it burn. Uh, caught up. Oh, I, yeah, I got superstar. Yeah, I guess it is. Come on up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know these. Oh, oh my boo with Alicia Keys. Yeah, this was a pretty banger. This was yo a the, good al- the album. Yo, it's one of the it's one of the best albums of all time. Yo, yes. You can you can now you could ride that album. If oh. if you're one of the people that can ride it all the way through, no problem. I don't I don't see okay. any issue in that. But I said I responded to their question. I said one and two possibles are skip worthy on the song. But I could listen to those songs that I said are skip worthy as well though. So I'm probably skipping about at least five or six songs. Damn. Well, because I don't know them. I, I say if I'm just if I'm just gonna listen to the album now, I'm gonna skip. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna li- I'm gonna listen to the songs that I just named, and the other ones I'll I'll get back to them later. I don't know. I wasn't a big. I guess I gotta listen to Confessions. I don't know. So you say greatest album of all time. No, no I said one, one of the greatest R&B albums of all time. Okay, is that is that like a large group or is that like a group of like five albums for you? Like, because no, I, I feel I feel like that of one, all time. That is one of the that, greatest R&B albums of all time. Okay, so that, there could be three hundred of those. Are there are there three hundred other albums that you could say is one of the greatest R&B albums of all time? Uh, what I'm saying for you is that list large or is it small? It ain't being thrown. Well, no, I mean, no, of course not. Thriller? I'm not I'm, I think we're comparing it to Thriller. Oh, no, I'm I, not. I, I think it's, I think it's the, it's the greatest R&B album from 01 to 2010. I think it's that. I and that's think a, that that's range. a long stretch. Oh wait, 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 wait. wait the wait, only wait, other R&B, I, 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 it, I, that Confessions album, it came out in 04. From 2000 to 2010, I think that's the best R&B album of the decade. And the only other albums y'all are gonna want to bring up is something from Beyonce or something from Kells. That's it. What? Beyonce. Well, I mean, if, okay, well, I mean, you, if you put the Beyonce, if you put those albums out there, I Her mean, first joint. And R&B, maybe R&B had a whack streak, though. R&B had a whack streak for 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 a little bit. It can't have a whack streak if you talk if if R. Kelly was <laughs> R. Kelly and Beyonce was Beyonce and Usher was Usher. Oh, oh yeah. well, wait, 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 because I, I I do remember Best of Both Worlds coming out, and uh. I, I, I do remember that album coming out. I and, am and, not gonna. Yeah, but that, that was still like, that was not, a bad album. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about R. Kelly. Yeah, these guys don't want to. You know, <laughs> they want to stay away from R. Kelly. I mean, you got you got you got Erica Badu, Music Soul Child. His album came out. Yeah, just have crazy yeah, joints. Alicia Keys. You know, she came out. Alicia with... Keys got joints. How, how about Joe? What do y'all think about Joe? I think he's uh, Joe got I, joints too. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe had a whole album of only two joints, and the rest of the album was like, yeah. One of, Joe, one, of, one of Joe's albums is a is a banger too. Here, here we go. Here we go, Mike. Is it is Confessions better than Chicago '85? Oh yeah, yes. Oh, 
Clip of a dude singing this joint in the um in the gas station. But you rescued Yo. me from reaching yeah. this white dude. Yeah. And brought me back. Be like Opie from our stands on our This should be rocking though. You if you like Mr. Stevenson, you need to listen to uh you need to Pete Britney Alabama Shakes. You'll be sipping. You'll be sipping that. That's why you. Whiskey. Yeah. That's why you be sipping that Tennessee whiskey. You'll be listening to Chris Stapleton. <laughs> yeah. Chris Stapleton be rocking, yo. Yeah, that's a tight joint. Shango front. I, I, I was thinking about the uh, the Tim McGraw Nelly joint the other day. <laughs> <laughs> that joint was rocking. <laughs> and the joint. Remember, I'm um, the joint from um, Ever Essence. Bring, bring me to life. Y'all remember that joint? <laughs> Just say, bring me to life. <laughs> Confessions came out in 2004. Hey. Destiny's Child came out with an album that year. John Legend Get Lifted came out that year. Janet Jackson came out with an album that year. Jill Scott came out with uh, Beautifully Human. That was the first album? Uh, volume two, 2004. 
R. Kelly came out with happy people. Now, I, I said I wouldn't to... talk about R. Kelly, but I would probably listen to happy people before I listen to confessions. Twelve play. <laughs> <laughs> the twelve twelve play. I tell this. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all didn't hear the y'all didn't hear the music I just played. No, no I wonder what was going on. I thought that was my computer that I was sharing. That was yours. Yeah. Now put it back. I ain't up. Had nothing. On, you got to do see. it in the Chrome tab, yo. It won't play in Safari. Ah, that's right. You did tell me that. There weren't too many albums that I've seen so far that would challenge professions. <laughs> this is kind of this. This is a wax streak. Yo, listen, confessions is yo. It just is what it is. Like it. it yeah. Yeah. It's it's that album. Yeah. I mean, I ain't saying you know I ain't saying I'm an Usher fan. I'm just saying that album is is yeah. It's like that. Yeah, the only one who's dropping like consistent heat year in year out during that time, other than Usher, was R. Kelly. Yep. Two thousand seven, double up. Do you all? I'm just curious. Do you listen to um, Aaliyah's music that he produced? Uh, the one in the um, well, he didn't produce a one in a million. That was produced by Timberland. That album. Um, wait, I know that album was off the hook. That no, that album. I, that was her best album for sure. One in a million. On and on and on. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Jamie oh Foxx intuition. Blaming on blaming on the Jews. Got me feeling loose. Yeah, some yeah, hear some bangs. Yeah, that is that bangers. song I, I knew was going to last. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I came from okay, okay, okay. All right. I seen I, I seen I, I seen Alex walk into a club like that too. Just what a time. What a time. That nigga, that nigga Alex would hit that aggressive diddy bop, clear, clear a circle around him. That was always have a drink in his hand. Drunk off, drunk off the cheap liquor. That that cheap, yeah, that cheap liquor. Right that real liquor. That cheap oh, liquor. Man. Like you a ditty bopping fool, yo. That was my you joint. Ditty bop more than you eat brownies. That was my <laughs> I love a good brownie. I don't know. I got a, I got a box downstairs. Yeah, you you'll let them double chocolate brownies. Oh, I gotta lay off of them, man. Chocolate stools too. Shit, I know that should be sending you to the bathroom. <laughs> now you the one talking about clogging toilets <laughs> with, with, with toilet paper. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, y'all funny. Well, I guess on that note, since we're talking about clogging toilets and uh, brownies. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, <laughs> it's time to wrap it up, B. I, yeah, I guess that is. I guess that is. So, um, Moose, I'm gonna call you right back. Nah, I just gotta put this one part down. I'm gonna call you back. I'm at the studio, man. Bet that on we'll, everything. We'll go man, harder than this, yeah. We'll go harder than like no, for real. Don't play like that. <laughs> nah, nobody don't play like that. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? So, How you know? Somebody say some of y'all y'all gotten called put like this. Everything. Put that on everything, Sean. Put that on everything. <laughs> I know y'all have. Nigga, she was lying. Hey, if somebody's lying to you, like, I'm gonna call you back. back. Every time I was in LA, it was a that. <laughs> Every time you called, I told you, baby. Right. I'm I don't want no dap, dog. I'm, I'm I am upset right now. I'm thinking about you getting hurt. I'm sending in the Beverly Center like, man, not giving a damn who sees me. So gone, so wrong. Your man flustered. <laughs> thinking about me, being the good girl that you are. But you probably believe you got a good man. And it never would do the things What she I'm really told him on the phone was, nigga, you. You burnt me. Yo said that. Yo said that. Yo said that. Listen. That's foul, yo. Oh, yo. I threw Usher under the bus. Yo, definitely do Usher under the bus. All right, go ahead, Holly. Sing us out, yo. These are my confessions. <laughs> this is my joint, though. She got one on the way. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I gotta give part two of my confession. Banger. Now you talking about banger. That's a banger. That's a, Mike, that's how you answer. Somebody said that's how you answer the phone when Kamisha said that she was pregnant. Hold on, bet that, bet that on everything. Hold on. I laugh. I laugh. How you know? Put that on everything. <laughs> oh, All yeah. right, Kwan, yo. Close this out, Kwan. Yo, you did a good job hosting, brother. Oh, man. Appreciate it, man. My first time hosting. It was a little bit creaky in the knees, but it worked all. It worked out. worked out pretty well, man. So, uh, Great topic, great discussion, and um, I guess we got a moral of the story for this, or maybe we could close now with uh, anything positive to say. No, I don't have negative things to say. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No, I just wanted to shine a little bit of light on it. Um, Hope these young rappers and these young entertainers can move a little bit better, man. And yeah, for um, sure. you know, hope everything works out for the best for them. That's the only thing I can really say, man. On my end, for sure, man. Like, hey, it's sad. Uh, end of the day, it's sad. Uh, uh, you know, it some is. of these cats are losing their lives, man, and they're young. They they're really, really young. So, um, yeah, man. And and regardless of if you know who they are if you're a listener of their music like when you see it come across your social media timeline you still it still hits you like man you know like another another one of these dudes young cats gone man so i agree with you calling hopefully they learn to start moving a little better than they are yeah man yeah man use yeah. that use that jealous energy and, and put it to something productive if yeah. you want it that bad go out and make it happen you know, there's no reason for you to take somebody else's life 
I'll take anything from anybody for that man. <laughs> get your own, man. Word. What you got, yeah. Smalls? Take us home, Smalls. Folks got to be safe, man. Home is where the heart is, not where you physically grew up. So you got to be safe. Word. Go ahead, Quan. Finish out, man. Oh, yeah, man. Look, <clears throat> great time. Everybody had uh, great positive things to say. Um, for the viewers and for the listeners and subscribers, man, appreciate everything. Um, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. We appreciate the love and support and everything that you do for us, man. Um, also, you get a chance, check us out on Twitter, check us out on Facebook and IG um, for our OTR pods. Coming at you guys live and direct every other week. That being said, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all and we out. Peace. Peace.